This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. What is going on, guys? This is the inaugural episode of the Fistful of Cash podcast, your one-stop shop for all things sports betting. I'm glad you're here. I'm just going to say it now. I'm glad you're here. You could be listening to any other podcast in the world, but you're here. You're listening to me, and I appreciate that. We want to be the premier spot for all things sports betting. Come here. Get your picks. Get to the book. Get it in. Make some money. Better yourself. Better your life. Make that money. And if you feel so inclined, subscribe to our Patreon page. Give a little kickback. Always appreciated. Not necessary, but appreciated. People helping people. Happy people making people happy. That's what we're about here on the Fistful of Cash podcast. I'm your host, Dale Lippin. I'll be joined periodically by some special guests, various experts, different sports, and we are going to do our very best to line your pockets and, more importantly, your fists full of cash. This weekend, big weekend in combat sports. We're going to get started right away. UFC 227, TJ Dillashaw versus Cody Garbrandt 2. Going to be a fantastic card. For fight fans that like fighters, fighters. I know that sounds crazy, but if you are a guy who enjoys technical striking, if you are a fan that enjoys, uh, you know, the intricacies of, you know, footwork and, and takedown defense and just overall good fights, um, as far as martial artists, mixed martial artists going at it, this is a good card. Going to be a lot of fun, uh, you know, scraps a lot of movement in the rankings after this this weekend for sure so let's get right into it first fight on the main card tiago santos versus kevin holland i like this fight a lot i really like tiago santos and i love him in this fight um he is a big strong powerful striker has the best kicks power wise in the ufc i I truly believe that uh he's got i think it's four finishes by body kick which is unheard of um, you know, him swinging those legs around is like a Viking swinging an axe. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I think he actually has Thor's hammer tattooed on his chest. Um, I, you know, it should probably be an axe, though, with the way those kicks are coming through. He just chops people down. Man, does he just chop them up. Um, and if he can get those legs going and get them going early, I, I think that he can get uh, Kevin Holland out of there pretty quick. Kevin Holland's coming off of a fight on the Dana White Contender Series. He showboats a lot. I mean, he's got he's athletic. He's got quality kickboxing. He's tricky with his footwork. He's got nice setups. I just think this is too much too soon. I don't think that the guy, you know, can't be successful in the UFC. I just think that a fight like this is too much too soon. They're throwing it throwing him in there against a guy that was, you know, on the cusp of top 10 in the middleweight division 
before getting buzzsawed, you know, by David Branch. I, I seriously think that it's just way too soon. You know, there's levels to this, and, and Kevin Holland is not on that level yet. And I think Santos uses those legs, gets him going early, and gets him out of there. Santos minus 375, not a lot of money to be made there, but he is something to throw on a parlay that you don't have to worry about. After that, we got a uh, female fight, Pollyanna Vienna versus J.J. Aldrich. Aldrich, high-volume kickboxer, pretty decent power, good footwork. Like I said, she's high-volume. She can really get a lot out there early. Her gas tank, though, leaves a lot to be desired. Not a big fan. Uh, if this goes past one round, she's going to be in trouble. And she's going against a, a, a quality grappler in Pollyanna Vienna. And, and, you know, I think that the grappling pedigree of Pollyanna is going to supersede the striking pedigree of J.J. Aldrich. However, Vienna has probably a more suspect gas tank than Aldrich. If this fight goes past one round, it's going to get ugly. Oh, is it going to get ugly? It's not going to be what you would want to use as like a showcase for women's MMA. Both of these women will be exhausted after one round. Um, So I don't anticipate this fight going past one round. And the reason why I don't anticipate that is because I think Vienna imposes her will early. She gets Aldrich up against the cage and she gets that quick submission. If she can't, Aldrich will finish her. But, but, I think Vienna is going to get her out of there early. If you can bet this fight to not go the distance, by all means, load it. Um, I think that that's a quality play. You know, most female fights do go to decision. I don't see this one going to decision. I think Vienna gets her out there via submission. And if she can't, it's basically just going to be a sprint to the finish as far as, you know, who's the last person to gas out. Um, And I think, you know, if it comes down to it, Aldrich can win that race. If anybody wins it, certainly the fans won't. But if it comes down to a race like that, I think Aldrich will win. But as far as betting goes, you know, they've got Vienna at, at minus 200, and I think that's a safe play. Again, throw it in on a parlay. If you can bet the the fight to not go the distance, if you can find that prop out there, that's absolutely one to take. I don't think this fight goes the distance. All right, my pick for fight of the night, Renato Moicano versus Cub Swanson. Uh, Moicano is bouncing back off of a loss from Brian Ortega, who, uh, you know, had to – is basically just sitting idle waiting to see what happens with Max Holloway. But um, he also beat the guy that Moicano is getting ready to fight, and that's Cub Swanson. I like this fight in the sense, you know, and why I say it's going to be my pick for fight of the night is because both these guys come to brawl. You know, I don't think there's anybody that can question the fact that a Cub Swanson fight is an entertaining fight. Uh, The only hang-up that Cub really has is that if you can frustrate him and get him off of his game, he doesn't really recover. And if you can get him in any sort of submission trouble, the guy's going to tap out. The slightest little bit of squeeze, and he's tapping. Quick, quick, quick. Um, the broken jaws in the past have left him completely gun shy when it comes to any sort of squeeze around the neck area. All you got to do is put pressure and he's tapping out. Moicano, I would imagine, because he's a big featherweight, is going to come in and try to push Cub around, not allow Cub to use his feet, create space. You know, Cub's a real dynamic striker. Um, he's going to come in and he's going to try to push Cub up against the cage and he's going to try to do something that's going to allow him to maybe drag him down, you know, single leg, something like that, and put some sort of squeeze on him. Moicano's got great striking. There's no doubt about that. But 
you know, as much as I enjoy watching Cub Swanson fight, he's not so much of a riddle. He's pretty easily solved in that if you can pressure him, if you can get him off his game plan, and if you can get hands on him and hold on to him, you can win a fight. However, they got Cub at plus 275, which I think is a great opportunity to make some money because Moicano will probably test the feet or test the stand up for a little bit before he tries to take Cub down. And in that instance, I think Cub can knock him out. I like Cub's hands. I don't think anybody would deny the fact the guy's got great boxing, great stand up, dynamic kicks. I think Cub's going to knock him out. I really do. Plus 275, I think, is a chance to make a lot of money. I will be betting big on Cub to win the fight and win the fight by knockout. Co-main event of the evening, Henry Cejudo versus Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. On any other fight, on any given day, in any other galaxy and dimension, I would say bet Mighty Mouse Johnson. But I'm not going to say that. I'm going with Henry Cejudo. I think Henry Cejudo is about to shock the world. I think that he's about to beat Mighty Mouse Johnson, and I think he's going to do it inside the distance. Since Mighty Mouse beat him before, and he beat him so handedly, Cejudo's completely retooled himself, and we're talking about an Olympic gold medalist. We're talking about a guy with the mental fortitude and training that your average person will never know in their life. And Henry has gone back to the drawing board. He has reinvented himself all the way from his stance to the mechanics of the way he throws punches. The guy's completely reinvented himself, and he looks like a killer. Um, Mighty Mouse, on the other hand, is a guy that knows what his legacy is and... Realistically, he's he's doing what I believe to be you know self-sabotage in that he's talking about how many fights he has left and talking about wanting to make money fights before he gets past the guy that's going to catapult him into the ability to make those money fights. You know, you've got to beat Henry Cejudo a second time. You've got to beat him and maintain that championship belt in order for your you know, your next fight, if it's a money fight with TJ or somebody else, uh, to, to be worth anything. If you go in there thinking about, oh, I'm going to fight TJ next. I'm going to try to make some money. Then I'm going to get out the door. Uh, you got to have the belt for that to matter. You know, it's not like a McGregor situation where you got stripped or, uh, a GSP situation where you just vacate the belt. You got to keep it. Um, you know, Mighty Mouse is a questionable draw to begin with. I mean, as far as fight fans go, he is, you know, just absolutely magical to watch. However, he's not a big draw. So you're talking about, oh, I want to be in a money fight. Well, buddy, you got to be worth people wanting to spend money on you to get the money fight. And doing that, champ versus champ fights sell the best. Um, that's what people want to see. Unless you're a big, overwhelming personality like a Diaz brother or something like that, champ versus champ fights are what people want to see. People like you, so they're not going to pay money to see you get beat up like a, like Diaz or McGregor or any of those other guys. Um, you know, So you got to have something else to bring to the table. And technical skill only brings so much. It's not going to bring casual fans in. You need a champ versus champ matchup. So you got to get past Henry Cejudo. And I think you're sabotaging, I, or I, I rather think that Mighty Mouse is sabotaging himself by, you know, talking about what comes next. But you got to focus on what comes right now. And that's Henry Cejudo. And that gold medalist is coming to just kill. Um, he wants that belt, and I think he's going to get it done. I've never bet against Mighty Mouse in my life, but I'm going to do it this time. I think Henry Cejudo finishes it. Plus 350 
good chance to make some money. Throw a parlay with him and Cub Swanson together, and you know, just laugh your way to the bank on that, and you know, enjoy the tears of your bookie. Um, main event: TJ versus uh, TJ Dillashaw versus Cody Garbrandt. The two most try-hard, wannabe, tough guys in the UFC. I mean, I'm not saying that either one of these guys are killers, but, man, do they try hard. Um, fun to watch, though. I mean, they're both really fun to watch, dynamic strikers, and they don't like each other. And any time you got two guys that don't like each other, um, you know, it's a recipe for a good fight. doesn't always happen like we saw with John Jones and Rashad Evans. You know, those guys acted like they were just going to murder each other up until the actual fight. Then it was glorified sparring for five rounds. I don't think we're going to see that this time, given the first fight ended by knockout. Um, I think that this fight ends by knockout, too, and I think TJ is going to knock him out again. And I think he's going to do it in the second round again. Um, I say that because I don't see what Garbrandt can add to his game to change the outcome of the fight. He had TJ hurt in the first fight. Yes, absolutely. But the fact that he had TJ hurt in round one, forced the pace in round two, and that's where TJ caught him. Um, round one, since Cody's been knocked out, since Garbrandt's been knocked out, he's not going to come out guns blazing like he did before. He doesn't have that hatred in his heart. He doesn't have that anger. He's going to be much more calculated in his approach. So this fight finishing in round two, I mean, you got it plus 650 for TJ, plus 550 for Garbrandt in round two. That's a great opportunity to make money or hedge money. I definitely think it's going to happen in round two, and I definitely think this fight ends inside the distance. And the books agree with me on that. Um, TJ inside the distance plus 173 is a good chance, you know, a good opportunity to make some money there. Because if you're just betting, you know, the win, um, you know, TJ's minus 125, Garbrandt's minus 105. You're just picking. You know, you can make a little bit of money. No, don't get me wrong. You can make some money. If you feel confident, uh, you know, go ahead, throw some money out there. But I definitely think the fight finishes inside the distance. You're at plus 170 for either guy to finish inside the distance. So the odds of this going decision are next to nil. So you might as well take the guy that, you know, you're, you're willing to, to lay your claim on and say it's going to finish inside the distance. In my, in the instance, if you're asking me and you're here, so I'm going to tell you, TJ, inside the distance, plus 170. TJ, by KO, plus 260. TJ, round two, plus 650. All three, all three playing. I'm playing all three. Um, conversely, you got Garbrandt, minus 105 outright, by KO, uh, plus 180. Inside the distance, 170, and round two, plus 550. I don't think this fight makes it past round two. Um, if you can play, you know, play the finish, play round two. If you can play fighter, play TJ, round two. Um, so to run down my picks, again, for UFC 227, Tiago Santos, Pollyanna Vienna, Cub Swanson, Henry Cejudo, TJ Dillashaw. We got one new champ. And it's the least likely of people to accept, uh, expect to be new champ. Henry Cejudo is beating Mighty Mouse Johnson tomorrow. Real quick, because like I said, it's a big combat sports weekend. We got boxing this weekend. Not a great weekend as far as opportunities to make money. Peter Quillen versus Jay Leon Love. Peter Quillen coming in at minus 185. That's a, that's a good pick. Uh, it's safe. I don't think he finishes him. I think he beats him up uh, and, and, and wins a major, or I'm sorry, a unanimous decision. Minus 185, they, I think they got that one right. Sergey Kovalev versus Eliadar uh, Alvarez. Kovalev minus six. 
hundred. Um, Kovalev's going to destroy this guy. Uh, pick your round. I like between the five, six, seven range. Five, six, seven. Uh, you know, once those hands start adding up, Kovalev, you know, the crusher for a reason. He is going to just—he's just going to overwhelm this guy and get him out of there. Uh, I like the five, six, seven round range. That I feel like if you can find that, that's a good play. And then lastly, Luis Colazzo, Bryant Perella. I like Perella plus one twenty-five here. I think he's going to win. Uh, Colazzo's passes prompt. He hasn't fought in a while. He's known to stand flat-footed and want to slug it out. And Perella uh, has good hands, and he's quick. I mean, I, I definitely think he can win the fight. Plus 125, I think it's a good opportunity to make a little money. Um, I think throwing 100 bucks down on that's not a bad play at all. Um, you know, make a little money, fill the gas tank up. I think Perella beats Colazzo. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, 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 a, it's a decent combat sports weekend. And I think, you know, Saturday night, and you know, have some people over, crack open some cold ones, you have a good time. Hopefully make some money. I uh, want to say again, I appreciate you guys listening. And if you like, by all means, get on, leave a review. Uh, you know, download, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. Get on Patreon, write a review, subscribe on there. Uh, we have some different, you know, tier structures set up out there with, you know, different gifts and prizes and things like that as far as, you know, picks that aren't being discussed on the actual meat and bones of the podcast itself. So if you like what you hear, by all means, recommend to a friend, you know, appreciate you, your time. You could be anywhere else getting those picks, but you're right here and we appreciate that. So until next time, I'm going to try to put these out every Friday afternoon, every Friday afternoon that gives you plenty of times after weigh-ins for fights. So we make sure that the cards, what it says it's going to be and get you ready for football season. Once that comes out, uh, you know, college football is on Saturdays and pro on Sunday. And then the occasional UFC card or boxing uh, match that shows up throughout the week, uh, as long as it's big enough, you know, things that we can actually find and, and make some money off of, uh, we'll go ahead and, you know, provide plenty of advance notice. Uh, so that way we can make sure that everybody gets a chance to listen and get to the book and get your, you know, get your picks in. But until next time, guys, I appreciate you. Thanks. And we'll talk soon. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeats, B-E-E-T-S dot com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.